statement of cash flow is fairly easy to understand. And in this video, I hope to convince you that it's not some mumbo jumbo of those finance geeks, but something you can use effectively. Learn how this crucial financial statement quantifies the ebb and flow of money within an organization, dissecting the sources and uses of cash. Stick around until the end to discover the pivotal role of accounts payable and why it's a make or break component in financial statements. Cash has been described by some as the lifeblood of an organization. The cash flow statement is one of the three main financial statements that focuses on this. The other two are the income statement and the balance sheet, but you probably knew that. For many organizations, managing cash flow is an issue that is discussed and reviewed on a weekly, if not daily basis. And as you might expect, accounts payable is a critical component. For without adequate cash flow, paying vendors and employees is difficult. Definition. Let's start with the definition of what cash flow is. Make sure we're all on the same page. The statement of cash flow explains how much cash has come in and how much cash has gone out during the set period. Usually a year, but it can be something else. It also, also details the sources as well as the uses of cash during the period covered by the statement. It can be monthly or quarterly, or as I said, annual. I've been involved in this intense situations, i.e. where there were financial difficulties and the statement was prepared and reviewed on a daily basis, but that is not typical. The daily cash yeah. calendar. The daily cash calendar is different than the statement of cash flows and is used in some companies, primarily in their treasury operations, to manage cash. Typically, the cash calendar is used to manage cash where there are many items of cash coming in. Think maturing investments, both short and long term, as well as going out. This activity will often have one line item for cash flow that is generated by operations. Now, I don't want to get off topic by talking about cash calendars. So if you want me to do uh, another video on cash calendars, let me know in the comments and we can do a separate talk on it. All right, back to statement of cash flow. We're going to talk now about the components. The first item on the statement of cash flow is typically the opening balance, i.e. how much cash was left over from the prior period. Cash and cash equivalents, by the way. It will be the closing uh, cash position from the prior period. Activity is broken down into three very broad categories, although not every organization will have coming cash coming in for all categories, as you'll see. Okay, these categories include number one, cash flow from operations. This will represent the net of the funds from operating the, the business. Very simply put, it might include sales, donations, fees paid to the company, etc. This is netted against the expenses related to this activity. Those expenses might include things like salaries, purchase of raw materials that are used in manufacturing, utilities, etc. When many people think of cash flow, they only focus on cash flow from operations. But this does not always provide a clear picture, especially in those instances where there is a lot of financing involved. Think LBOs, leverage buyouts. In those cases, um, that, that area plays a critical role, often casting a dark shadow over other activity that the organization would like to pursue. Okay, second component, 
cash flow from investments. Investment activity will include interest earned, if there is any, sale of investments, as well as funds spent on new investments. It too can get quite complicated. Viewers and listeners should be aware that in this section, you will often see big assets that were purchased by the company to run the business. This might include machinery, equipment, and possibly even the purchase of another company. Now, before we get to the component that often makes good statements of cash flow look bad, if you found this video helpful, don't forget to hit that like button and share it with your colleagues. If you want to keep up with the latest in accounts payable and payment processes, best practices, fraud protection, etc., make sure you, you subscribe to the AP Now channel and hit that notification bell so you won't miss any new videos. And by the way, we have someone helping you find a job. Okay, the last component, cash flow from financing activities. This is where you will see if a company has issued new shares, taken a bank loan, paid difference dividends. There will only be activity in this area if the organization borrows money, both in long and short term as reflected here. It will include both loan proceeds received as well as interests paid and loans repaid. This can be a positive or negative number. For example, if in the given time period the company only paid interest on the loans but not, did not receive any borrowings, it would only reflect the outgoing of funds. But if the company had a new loan and received the funds, this might offset all the interest paid. Obviously, I'm making it very simple and it can get quite complicated. In those rare instances, and they occur, where there are no borrowings, there would be no activity reflected in this area. The statement of cash flow will then show the increase or decrease in cash and cash equivalents during the period and then the ending cash position. I want to point out one thing to be aware of when it comes to statements of cash flow. Most companies are on an accrual basis for preparing their income statements and balance sheets. However, if your organization is on a cash basis, then your income statement and your statement of cash flow will be the same. The accounting professionals who are listening will be quick to point out that GAAP, G-A-A-P, requires accrual accounting. So at the very end of the statement of cash flow, you will uh, see a reconciliation to the balance sheet. Accounts payable and statement of cash flow. By this time, it should uh, start to become clear why accounts payable is such an important component of the financial statements, and especially the statement of cash flow. Occasionally, you will see organizations who are trying to make their cash flow look stronger than it really is play games at the end of the fiscal period. So they'll do things like holding off paying suppliers until after the end of the fiscal period. This does not make for good vendor relations. Have you ever seen a company do this? If so, I'd love if you would share it in the comments. It doesn't have to be your company. It could be another company because it's one of my pet peeves. It's, the, it's one thing not to pay because you don't have money or you're strapped for cash. That I get. But it is another to do so simply to make your suppliers basically pay to make your statement of cash flow look a little better. Likewise, you will see companies beating the proverbial bushes to try and get every last dollar collected and into the current fiscal year. That I understand. The statement of cash flow is important because it re reveals how a company makes its money. This is important to investors, lenders, and even sometimes large creditors. They want to see 
a healthy positive activity coming from operations. They are also interested to see how much of the cash flow is required to service ongoing debt. And of course, they'd like to see cash flow growing. So ideally, the ending cash number is larger than it was at the beginning of the period. But if it's not, you just need to do a little deeper dive. It's not necessarily a sign of, of trouble. Along with understanding the statement of cash flow, it is critical that everyone understand the changes that are taking place in the business world and especially in the accounts payable and payment space. That's why we recently did a broadcast on that very topic, which you can watch right now using the link that has appeared on your YouTube screen and is in the description.